Uh-huh. This call is being recorded. Hi, is this Pastor Sue Webley? Yes, it is. <laughs> well, this is Jess Dominic, and you are on Bullet and Flight Radio. Welcome. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So are we. And for our listening audience, you've already heard the introduction on Pastor Sue Webley. So, you know, she's deeply involved in Rivers of Living Water, UCC, New York, New Jersey, which is also uh, my church home as well. So this is going to be like a family conversation. So. (laughs) (laughs) So this is very exciting. And so, as we've said as well, she has a new show called Inspire. So, we're going to be talking about that and asking her questions. So, Pastor Sue, we thank you very much for carving out some time in your day to give us a little pep talk and inspire. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, tell us how you got involved in this type of business industry. Well, um, media so, production. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'll talk about that before. You know, this is how Inspire was born, right? So basically, I've I've always been a creative. I've always been a creative ever since I was a child. Um, I love like art and writing and, and doing creative things. And I think for me back then, it was a way of escape for me. Mm. And so that eventually led to, like, in the 90s, I was a freelance writer. I, I freelanced for a number of mainstream and underground uh, publications. I did that for a while. That kind of led into my developing my own online magazine called Sable Magazine. Uh, it was it was Sable Magazine for Today's Lesbian of Color. That was back in 2001. And that was the first online magazine of its kind on on the internet, right? Uh which wow. was which was just an amazing feat for me anyway. Absolutely. Um, yeah, but but even though like I, I was a creative, I still ended up kind of working in corporate America. You know, I was on my own. I've been on my own since I was sixteen and so yeah, I I needed a job. So I ended up in corporate America. And that is where I kind of honed my administrative, and my technical skills. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, so, so I kind of, but I'm still kind of doing the the creative thing on the side, albeit for free, because you know how it is, like when you're part of a church and they need something done, it's, it's yes. your service as unto the Lord. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And talk to us about about that side of your life, ministry. As you uh-huh. said, this is you, you. You you got this wonderful skill. You turned it into a business, which is amazing yeah. and something that a lot of us should be dreaming to do. Yeah. Uh, so we can go real deep on that. But talk to us about oh, how yeah. you connected your ministry with yes, your day to day, your business. Yeah. Well, you know, I um, this is not something. So the whole way that Kara Solutions even materialized was not what I thought I, I was supposed to be doing at all because my my real passion is youth and young adults. And so okay. I was like, okay, yeah, this is this is just something that, you know, I'm going to just use my creativity again for, a, I'm going to do a flyer for free, I'll do a newsletter, I'll edit something, uh, you know, for whatever ministry I was a part of. Or if a friend needed something, yeah, 
sure I'll do it. I never really saw it as a real business. And it was back in late mm. 2018 that I, I started to feel uneasy. I was still doing, you know, still doing ministry with youth and young adults, and but I, I and working and going to school, and I, I was just like, I keep, I, I had this uneasy feeling. I was just like, God, I can't keep fracturing myself, right? I, I want to yeah. do the things that you have called me to do, and I can't do it working this full-time corporate job. You know, put wow. it out there, right? You know, when we speak, things happen, okay? That's right. That's right. So, <laughs> um, so at the end of 2018, I said that earlier, but it was like the, the beginning of 2018 that I kind of said it. By September of 2018, it was prophesied to me to start packing my boxes. For my job. And I'm like, eh, you know, I ain't getting fired. Ain't nothing going to happen. Well, sure enough, <laughs> by November, by the end of November 2018, oh, no. they totally, they had an organizational shift, and they totally, uh, they got rid of 500 employees, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was one of them. And I was one of Ouch. them. And I remember Ouch. when that happened, God said to me, what are you going to do now? And I said, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. You know, now I have <laughs> freedom. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. So I decided, I was in school at the time, I decided I'm going to work out my, live out my little severance, do unemployment to try to finish uh, uh, school. And 2019 ended up just being one of one of the worst years. Just one of the worst oh, years. Yeah. Right? Yes. Um, but it was like early 2020, this was before the pandemic hit, one of the members of my church, and she's also one of my mentors, Dr. Wilhelmina Perry, she's 85 years old now. And she, she said, one of the things she told me over lunch, she said, Sue, you are going to have to create a niche for yourself. You're going to have to create your own job so that you are able to do what you believe God has called you to do and also create a, a stream of income for yourself. And even wow. then, I still wasn't thinking about Kara Solutions. But she said to me, she said, I, you know, she's a former professor, and she said, I, I need to do something to keep my mind active. She said, I, yeah. I've been thinking about doing a blog. I don't know the first thing about doing that. And so I created a whole plan for her, right? Went over to her house, mm. walked her through it. She was my first paying client. Right, and I still do her blog. Uh, I still do her blog today. Oh, um, wonderful! Yeah, I still do her blog today, and that was before the pandemic hit, right? And I'm still like, mm-hmm. okay, what what I was gonna do? Because now I can't. When the pandemic hit, I'm like, what I'm gonna do? I can't. I can't go look for a job. When the shutdown happened, I had to get rivers online, right? Mm-hmm. So here comes my. Um, here comes my technical skills that that I developed, be, you know, working in administration for like 25 years, right? Um, yeah. Then other churches needed to get online. So I started word of mouth. I started getting phone calls. Can you train us? Can you help us? Then other people needed mm-hmm. a, needed websites, so graphic design. I mean, it was it was crazy. And yeah. so and then a lot of uh, individuals wanted now to, okay, how do we still connect with people now that we can't see them? 
And so that's yeah. where the production came in at because now we want to do a show. We want to do something weekly. We want to do a Bible study. We want to do this. That is how Carol Solutions was born. So the and you the you upgraded even from what I saw you upgraded uh, beyond the gatekeepers to, as well because they were just doing Zoom calls in the beginning. Yes, I yes. So I've been I've been doing beyond the gatekeepers since the beginning. We started in Zoom, right? All right. We started yes. in Zoom, and I started teaching myself other uh, other web apps, right? StreamYard was one of them. And I said, you know what? I want to upgrade us. You know, I said, I said to, to Bishop Elect, I said, I, I, want to, I want to move us to StreamYard because I feel that yeah. I can add some production elements that really uh, enhance the program. And, yeah. And so that's how that's how camera was going. So, so that's a little that's a little treat for everyone listening. I know you said we've all checked out Beyond the Gatekeepers. We hear them here on Bullet and Flight Radio. We go to the YouTube and Facebook channel. But this is you know part of the mastermind behind the show. You know, you just, and you've heard her name mentioned as well. So now you've got to see opportunity to hear her voice. <laughs> so shout out to you, Sue. Thank you. Thank you. So you mentioned earlier that part of your passion was youth ministry, music yes. ministry, correct? Yes. So, music. Yeah. so do you play any instruments? So do you have any secret talents you want to share with our the audience today? You know, I'm really I you know, I'm I'm playing child. I don't I don't have I don't have a secret talent. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot play instrument, even though even though I so desire to learn how to play the acoustic guitar. Um and I remember years ago when the the church I happened to be in, the the minister of music, she played uh the acoustic guitar and I'm like, Oh my god, I w I wanna learn how to play that and she was like, Girl, you're gonna have to cut your nails. And I was like, uh-uh, I'm not cut my nails. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't cut my nails. You know, be being vain. But you know, now 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 that I wear my nails short, I'm I'm really considering uh learning how to play the acoustic uh guitar. But uh as far as like art and stuff like that, I can definitely, you know, I could look at maybe like a still art picture and stuff like uh something like that and, and recreate it. Oh, so yeah, you can yeah. draw secret yeah, talent. I, I can draw, I can draw a little, just a little, and um, and you know this. It, so y'all gonna laugh at me, but this is how I used to get drinks at the bar. <laughs> I'm double jointed, <laughs> so I can I can pray behind my back. So I can put my hands into a prayer position, and oh wow, and bring it all the way up to. I'm doing it right now while we're and bring it all the way up like to the middle of my back. I used to get I used to get some good drinks at the bar doing that. <laughs> I bet. Wow. Okay, that's a secret talent right there. Of course, you're you're a married lady now, so ladies, calm down. Everybody, calm down. <laughs> I did try my hand at music back in the day. I was a part of 
of a jazz band um, called Total Elegance, and so we performed uh, a couple a couple of places. But I think the last time we performed, we happened to be on a yacht, and it was turbulent water, and so we're holding on to we're holding on for dear life as the rock was going, the boat was going to and fro, and we trying to sing Sade. It was it was it was a uh, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Yeah, that was a challenge, I bet. <laughs> So tell us, where do you see your ministry, your career, in going in the next ten years? Well, you know what i I think that even though I'm in this digital space right now, I firmly believe that everything leads back to to our our now generation and older, to emerging adult adults. And so I really want to create an organization that provides like jobs and uh you know mental health resources and and um you know etiquette training and all of that stuff to to young adults to youth and young adults particularly of course because my demographic uh are those who identify as lgbtqi um and who are housing challenged uh, you know, I really want to create an organization that gives, that provides jobs for young people. And I believe yeah. that I can do that through Cara Solutions and kind of merge. One of my prayers, and I, I remember just seeing the reminder on Facebook because I said it out loud, is that I wanted my career and my ministry to be one. I did not want to have to fracture myself. Yes. to do either or. I wanted it to be yes. one because I believe that God has called me to do the work, to do the work in, in digital ministry or, or, you know, production on, and to do work mm-hmm. with, uh, with, with youth, youth, young adults who identify as LGBTQI plus. And, yes. um, and yeah, I do, I want there to be a marriage of the two. And so in 10 years, I really want this, or I really want to have the, a nonprofit offshoot of uh, Carol Solutions LLC that addresses the needs of black and brown LGBT uh, youth and young adults. Well, amen there. That is music to my ears for sure. That's because mm-hmm. definitely Bullet and Flight, our parent company, Bullet and Flight Productions, is a nonprofit. And either in that same family with the same mission statement. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. we need to talk. We need to talk no, again. Offline, but, <laughs> but, yes, that, that is awesome. And, and I believe that that scripture in the Bible of train up a child in the way that they should go, mm-hmm. when they're older or old, they won't depart, is so relevant and a model that a lot of folks need to live by. So it's very encouraging to hear you want to mentor kids in that way as well, because they may not get affirmation at home, as you said. They may be homeless and have suffered some type of trauma, and they don't have that reassurance. And we need more mothers, house mothers, house fathers in the community in that that regard. So my hat's off to you for that. Uh, so glad I put that in your spirit. <laughs> Thank you so much. I um, it's so funny that when you talk about house uh, house mothers and stuff like that for for class uh, because I'm also at uh, Illinois Media School uh, taking a course in di- digital media production to oh, enhance my cool. skill set. 
And so one of the things that we had to do was create a, a, a radio commercial, and we had to make it up. And so I created this parent proxy organization that um, that serves youth, <laughs> that serves uh, young LGBTQI uh, um, individuals. And I was just like, yeah. man, this could really be a thing. Now, that's the commercial you sent us before offline, right? <laughs> that a couple of weeks ago you sent me. Well, it was, when you did it the voiceover work. No, 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 not that one, not that one. Um, oh, okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, no, it, it might have been in the radio show I sent you. But this, you know, parent proxies, parent proxies uh, would would stand in the gap um, as a parental figure for those. Uh, young people who have been separated from their parents, whether uh, whether they've been put out of their homes and stuff like that, or their parents choose, you know, have chosen not to remain in their lives because of who they love. And I'm just like, yeah, this could be a real thing. Like I made it up, but, yes. but yeah, I I think it could be a real thing. Absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was in your spirit. It just came out. <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny because that seems to be your pattern. You speak something and then you walk away and then it turns into something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about your childhood because you have such a passion and love for the youth. Tell us just about your, what your childhood was like. Ooh, child. It was terrible, child. <laughs> I tell people I could write a book. I mean, you know, um, it started off with uh, with a very violent relationship between my father and my mom. And they let my mom tell it, you know, my my dad raised her and that's how I was conceived. But, it, you know, of all the stories that I've heard, uh, he was very physically abusive to my mom. And so, and emotionally as well, because after I was born, they had separated at that time, and I was born prematurely, and she left to go look for a place for us to live. And he came and took me out of the hospital and shipped me to Jamaica to fight her. So I lived my first five years of my life in Jamaica, West Indies. Wow. With my, with my grandmother, on a, my, with my paternal grandmother, and I didn't, like, really know my mom until I came back to the States. And he took me to live uh, with my mom. But, you know, I mentioned earlier that I've always, always been creative, right, always drawing or writing and stuff like that. And, and I mentioned earlier that it was an escape for me. Well, my, I, I have three, there's eight of us now, but at the time I had three older siblings. And because they all looked like my dad, they refused to accept that I was their sister. So I was often left to my own devices. Yeah. Even even when we were all together, they would all play together. They would tease me about, you know, not having a mother. They would they would say, uh, you know, and I thank God for healing, y'all. Do do the inner work, y'all. Do the inner, I have to pause here and say, do the work. And address your trauma. Go go to therapy because I wouldn't be able to talk about all of this stuff right now if I hadn't done that. So I just wanted to say that. <laughs> Amen to, to that. <laughs> Amen to that. 
Jesus Listen, shout out to mental health. I know yeah. that's right. <laughs> so, um, so I, I was just often left to myself, left to my own devices. I admit, by the time I went to live with my mom, we had lost out in that really important period of bonding, right? There's a, there's a, there's a time um, as you're growing up, of course, that that you bond with with your parents, and so we lost we lost out on that because I I didn't know her um, until really I went to go live with her, but she was so afraid, and I know stuff has come from from her lived experience as well. She was so afraid of anything happening to me that I was completely sheltered. So I didn't have any friends. I couldn't I couldn't have any friends come over. Couldn't go outside to play with anyone. It was it was church, school, home, church, school, home, right? Wow. Did not get the yeah. opportunity to really develop those conflict resolution skills that happen when you're outside, you know, roughhousing with other kids, right? Yeah. Or, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, so I so I even now I'm challenged with um, kind of talking to people uh, because. Because I didn't have that, I, I didn't didn't have that that really important part of my of my development. But you know, by the time I was sixteen, I, I moved out. I left home. Uh, you know, my stepdad was doing some things, and so I left home, and um, and been taking care of myself ever since. Wow, wow. You know, yeah. I think it's really important to hear. For, for everyone listening to hear because, of course, we started off the interview with a, a bit lighter and we hear mm-hmm. the success, we hear the creativity, we hear the woman, but mm-hmm. it's so important to talk about the girl right. and the fragile parts within ourselves to let right. everyone know that, number one, we're all the same. We mm-hmm. all start off with vulnerabilities, but through yeah. the grace of God, and as you said, through the therapy, yeah. you can make it past this barrier. And not to uh-huh. steal someone else's cliche or their uh, catchphrase, but it really does and can get better. Yes, yes. And, and you know, what I've found, brother, is that, uh, and I, I think we, we've even kind of talked about it before in other conversations, that people tend to see the glory, but they don't know the story. That's right. They, they, see, that. the thing. they see the results of, of the thing, but they don't know the story of what led to it, right? And, and I think that, that, um, that we have to honor our stories. Some of our stories, they're, they're, not, they're not good. They're not good. Some of our stories are really heartbreaking and heart-wrenching, and we, we are still yeah. dealing with the residue, my God. We're still dealing yeah. with the residue of our story, mm. right? But, yeah. I tell you, but you know, yeah, Jesus and therapy, and God, you know, and let God do, one of the things, you know, that we were talking about, that God can really use, God can use those things, those horrible yeah. things, those tragic things, that happen in our life and really turn it around for uh, for our good, and not even just our good, but for other people's good, yes. Yes. because yes. those things serve as the invitation to ministry. 
Those things serve as invitation to service. Yes. It's so true. So don't knock your story. Honor your story. No. Honor your story. And we here within TFAM, within Rivers, within Inspire, Mm -hmm. within Car Solutions, Bullet and Flight Radio, this is a place for church hurt. Yeah. Understand, we're not just talking. We have lived lives and gotten through some very difficult times. And if it's not, if it were not for the grace of God and yeah. for the remedy and the balm that is Jesus Christ, yeah. we wouldn't be here today. So we know what we're talking about here. Listen, uh, and we're listen. not trying to brainwash you or nothing like that. Nope. But we're telling you, healing is here. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We we overcome by the words of our, of our testimonies, and so do others. Amen. Amen. But other people here. This is why we have to share. This is why we can't. This is why we have to honor our stories and tell them, because yeah. there's so many others right now who have gone through some horrific things, who are going through some horrific things right now that feel that they're all alone and that they're the only one. That's the trick of the enemy that makes you feel that you're alone, right? And that you're yeah. the only one that's happening to. But when we share our stories, someone else can say, you know what? If they got through it. If they have made it to the other side, well, hallelujah, praise God, I can make it too. I could do it too, right? Amen. And so, yeah. Yeah, that that is the whole point. (laughs) That is why we do this, everyone. It's so funny. And it leads me perfectly to this next question. What Mm -hmm. would you say your greatest passion and conviction is? Well, it, it it is twofold. It used to just be the uh, the, the the first, which I, which I'll get into. But you know, now now that we've added this digital element to it, um, that has become the second part. But I I fully believe in the uh, in rad- radical inclusion, radical hospitality, um, and that really informs in, in the creation of not only safe spaces but brave and encouraging spaces. Uh, empowering spaces, right? Uh, that really informs everything that I do, and um, and so my passion, this passion that I have for for youth young adults, right? And, and again, you know, particularly those who identify as LGBTQ plus, those who have been kicked out of their homes, those who have been kicked out of their churches, those who have been kicked out of their communities, um, ripped apart from the places that brought them nurture, right? They are struggling and challenged with with believing whether God loves them. I know I've been told I was told you know especially when I came out way in the nineties I was told that God didn't love me. Yes. That I was going yep. to hell. Right. That I yes. had I could not have a relationship with the divine. And until until my last breath, I want. I want young people to know, so and they don't even have to identify as LGBTQI. They they could be a teen parent. They could be yeah. struggling with drug addiction, right? Yeah. They 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 right. could be you know, uh, uh, struggling with with uh, mental mental health uh, issues. I want them to know that they are masterpieces of the divine, right? 
and that, and that yeah. they are fearfully and wonderfully made, that they have value, right? And that and that and that they are good. And that yeah. they don't have to look outside of themselves to find God. I need someone to hear you don't ever have to look outside. We have God's DNA flowing through us. Right? That's We're right. creating right. the divine's image. That's why we can Right. That's why when we speak, things happen. That's why we can manipulate things with our hands, right? That's yeah. why we have the attributes of the divine. That's right. And, so, and because we are God's work, workmanship, God's masterpiece, right? Yeah. We are inherently good. We are inherently wonderful. That is a message that I... Amen. That, that I, I want to give to, you know, simply those youth and young adults, again, who, who have been ripped from the places that, that brought them nurture because of their orientation or because of whatever their lifestyle is, whatever the lifestyle is. Yeah. And, again, I'm not just talking about LGBTQ+, plus, but because we've heard some stories of, of um, you know, of, of young women who, you know, maybe got pregnant out of wedlock and all of that stuff. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother show, brother. But there's so many things that 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 uh, so many reasons why the church puts out their young people. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so so many things that happen to our young people that make them feel that they are separated from God. There is nothing that can separate you from the love of God. If you're listening, nothing. there is nothing that that has happened to you, nothing that that you have done, nothing that you will do. Nothing that you're doing right now that could ever separate you from God's love, Absolutely. and so that is, that is that is my my core passion, right? And and so and the other thing, of course, is uh, this passion that I've developed while working with uh, with individuals through through my Carol Solutions brand, you know, of digital literacy and digital equity, right? Yeah. And birthing a new uh, church, even, even though I want to use the, a different word than church sometimes because church can be triggering uh, because so many people have experienced trauma in church. Yeah. But birthing a new way of, 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 of being. Fellowshipping. Of fellowshipping, yes. Birthing a new way of fellowshipping and gathering with each other through technology. Yes. So those, Which so has those, been wonderful. Yeah, those things are are definitely my passion. Yeah, I love it. I love it, and and the growth that I've seen, and mm-hmm. the growth that you've been instrumental in, yeah. bringing the church uh, virtually online. I know for me was a lifesaver. I at mm-hmm. the time lived in New Mexico at the time, and already so isolated from the Black Church, isolated yeah. from. So much. There wasn't a whole lot of online. There wasn't a huge online presence. Right. Okay. And since the pandemic, I think that was one of the best things. If I can say there was a silver lining, that yeah. was the silver lining, in my opinion. So much came online, and I, I felt so much, and I know so many other folks felt so connected. Yeah. Yeah. And now aware, and they didn't know that. Rivers was there, or City of Refuge, or New Dimensions, or they never heard of Beyond the Gatekeepers. And it was just a fantastic time to kind of 
yeah, come together. I, I, I love your passion and convictions, and I really wish you all the best there, and God continues to to to, to bless you and, and grow you and expand your reach. Just want to say thank that. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. So if you could collaborate with anyone on a project, who would it be or whom would it be and why? Well, when I started um, kind of getting into getting into the, the, the digital and tech piece more, there's a gentleman, his name is Kirk Nugent, who is my mm-hmm. mentor in my head. <laughs> um, and uh, Kirk, uh, what Kirk does, he teaches small businesses, entrepreneurs, and faith-based entities how to use live video to um, to enhance to enhance their you know their business, to enhance their reach, um, to showcase their their expertise. And there have been so many things that um, just even watching his YouTube channel. Um, that has helped me in how I and how I do business uh, and how I help my clients, uh, my production clients, how I help enhance their programming. And so he is definitely someone that I would love to collaborate with. I mean, you know, there are many, but I think in this space right now, uh, he is one. He's one of the ones that I would love to uh, kind of collaborate with and learn from. All right, anybody know this brother? What's his name again? Kirk Nugent. <laughs> Kirk Nugent. Yes, give, yes. give Power Solutions a call, Kirk. Yes. <laughs> he won't be disappointed. <laughs> Listen, I, I've been to his like trainings. I, I've even said, you know, the one of his trainings, like, hey, are you taking men, men, mentees? Um, <laughs> uh, so, so he's one. And the other one is uh, Leticia Momat. And she is um, rethinking church strategies. Oh, okay. Sure, I, I got that right. Rethinking. I'm looking. I'm looking for that. Yeah. So rethinking church strategies. Uh, uh, Lakeisha Womack, and she is just she is just amazing in this virtual space, particularly you know helping ministries and stuff like that. Um, kind of get with the the kind of get with uh, using technology <clears throat> to uh, to expand their reach to to do the work to spread okay. to spread the good news. She's definitely someone else that I would I would love to collaborate with. Yeah, so I already All asked right. her about this too. <laughs> oh, you did? Okay, I was like, shout out, come on, we can put it out there. Can I ask you this? I have been so curious, and I don't think I ever asked you this. Uh-huh. Your name is Sue. Yeah. Your business name is Kara. Yeah. People are going to ask, like, what, what, why are you a Supergirl fan? Is that what this, <laughs> why you came up with the name Kara? Um, so, when I decided uh, that I was, actually going to um, do this thing, right? So Kara, Kara is Okara. Um, you know, the name that came to me some years ago my, when I decided I was going to try to do the entrepreneur thing at the first time, but I didn't really have the confidence to, to do it. And, um, and everything 
that I do, I want to bring glory to the divine. Because it's because of the divine why I am able to do what I do. And so it has, karma has multiple meanings, but one of the meanings is worship. Uh Or bowing down and worship to God. And so that's why I chose that name. <laughs> because it is my act of worship. Yes. I love that. So it has nothing to do with Supergirl, everybody. So, so it's a much better meaning. So what do you want people to know most about your 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 business and your ministry? Well, you know, it, it is for me it is it's first, it's hard work. It really begins with my heart. It it flows from a place of wanting to help others be their best selves wherever, you know, in whatever genre they happen to be working in. It really flows from a place of service. And so in that, um, you know, I think even if I were not working with other ministries, I I would still consider it a ministry, right? Because yeah. it is, it is service. Yes. But with Agreed. all individuals who are, who work from their heart space, it is difficult. And and there will be many times those of you who are entrepreneurs and who does heart work and work work from your heart space, there will be many times that you want to kind of throw it back. You, you, yeah. You're going to say, here, take this. I don't want it anymore, right? <laughs> um, that's right. And, and that's the natural part of the process, right? Like if you okay. you don't want to give it up sometimes, yeah. I know <laughs> don't be doing it right. Um, that is so true. But the, the, the wonderful thing is is that, that because you have been given this thing, because you, you have been given it to, to birth it. You birthed it. The divine uh, enabled you to birth this thing into being. You know that it is God that's going to be with you every step of the way. So even when you want to throw in the towel, when you want to give up, when you are looking at all of your bills because, you know, and, and there's not enough money, when the rent is coming up, you may not have the, 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 um, the money to pay it, Listen, God will still honor your faithfulness. They're going to be rough times. There's going to be hard times. But don't give up. Don't give up. Let right. God with you. Let the divine is with you. And that everything that God has put inside of you, you, you will accomplish it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, everyone, listen. Right now, we want to make a special announcement. And that is Inspire, hosted <laughs> by Pastor Sue Webley, is coming to Bullet and Flight Radio. Woo! Yay! <laughs> I know we're in September right now, so be prepared. We're going to be making an announcement. Well, we're making the announcement right now, but it will debut in October, the first yes. of October, the first so Tuesday in October, actually. So, yeah, so you'll get a chance to hear some of her interviews, and yeah. and it's just so cool 
to hear that type of inspiration for BIPOC entrepreneurs and mm-hmm. artists and so on. So you guys are going to receive a special treat. These are all encore performances, so please go check out check her out on LinkedIn and all her social media, but we're going to get to that just next. So tell everyone how we can find you on social media. Oh, yeah, definitely. So if you look for Sue A. Webley, you will find me everywhere. I am Sue A. Webley everywhere. I'm Sue A. Webley, Sue A. Webley on Facebook, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and on Instagram. Uh, for Carol Solutions, we're at Carol Solutions LLC on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and YouTube. And we are Carol Solutions without the LLC on Twitter. Um, and, of course, you can always head over to, the, to my website at uh, www.cara dash solutions.com. Don't forget that hyphen in the middle. Don't forget that hyphen in the middle. www.cara-solutions.com. That's right. You've heard it here first, everyone. So listen, (laughs) stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And next up, you know, Pastor Sue uh, has also decided to share a little bit of inspiration with us, some of her favorite inspirational Slash gospel song, she gonna share with us. That's up next, so stay tuned. <laughs> 